0: Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And this is episode number 153. I am joined by my beautiful, wonderful co-host, Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon?
1: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
0: Fine. I was just saying how lovely you look. So I imagine... Uh, even with your mask on, you was killing them today. Sure. <laughs> so that's cool. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad to see you happy and smiling and dancing and singing. You know what I'm saying? And big shout out to Marisol, who was in our little pre-chat. Uh, she's now doing streaming herself. So make yeah. sure you follow her on her Marisol Diaz uh, page. Uh, Marisol, if you can, uh, if you can post it in the chat, uh, I should have had it up myself. Uh, it was really cool to see her doing her thing. And, of course, you got a village behind you that between me, Dre, Shannon, Olaf, everybody who does this thing, we can help you out and tr- to our best of our abilities and help you get those uh, kinks out and make sure your thing pops. So we definitely need more of that. All right, so we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today. Uh, We're going to talk about a failed assassination attempt on my life later on in the show. So uh, I'm going to break it down what happened. I'm going to give you a blow-by-blow account of what happened. I'm good. My people's good. So uh, y'all going to have to just tune in and listen and find out what happened. But uh, it was crazy, though. Um, but so what we're going to talk about today is uh, a topic Shannon brought up. And it, the name of the show is called Divorce on the Horizon. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be divorced like you married. It could be people who are quarantined with each other. Who are you divorcing? People who have been quarantined with each other and they found out during the course of this, I can't rock with this person. I don't like being around this person 24 seven, Right, you know, and you've seen a lot of that, like a lot of that. She says she's divorcing her kids. You know what? It could be, it doesn't even have to be a romantic situation. Like there's people who are stuck with their roommate, their cousin, their uncles or whatever. And they're like, man, when this shit is over, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. I can't deal with this person no more. And it really adds to a larger question of, you know, they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Right. Right. Like some women, like I've heard this from women. They love that their husband or their boyfriend is a truck driver Mm -hmm. because I mean, they're gone for long stretches of time they're out there in them streets, you know, and then it it gives them a chance to miss them. So when they come back, it's like extra great, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, distance doesn't matter if they cannot live together. That's true. Yeah. But it's uh, takes more than six foot. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, But a lot of people though, um, they like to, you know, that, that I want to miss that person, but if they're always around up in their face, you know hearing the same stories over again uh hearing the same complaints uh he says need a wife I can live with please let her be all up in my face. Right. I I agree though. I agree with that. I would like a wife that I like to be around all the time and all of that. But but It is good to have your space, though, right?
1: Yeah. But in the meantime, let me be all up in your face. And I mean that figuratively and literally.
0: I'll say this. Normally, people might be on the great hygiene tip. Because they're going out to work. They're going out to church. They're going out to the movies. They're going out partying, whatever. But when people stay at home constantly, they forget that. You still gotta brush your teeth.
1: No, they don't forget. They choose not to. <laughs> I stayed at home. If I don't do nothing else, I don't want to be taking my tongue across my teeth and be like, mm. <laughs> "You need to go figure that thing out." You,
0: you still gotta wash your ass. That part. You can't have hot Cheeto breath twenty four seven, right? I agree. And. A lot of people you might see them online and whatnot and uh they're just like, Man, fuck this hygiene stuff. I ain't going out anyway. So <sighs> not
1: okay. Not okay. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Not okay.
0: So can you picture living with somebody like that? Like you know, like they're like, hey, we're not going nowhere anyway, so funk I, I
1: think most of the folks that's doing that don't have nobody. Else. <laughs> Uh, let's start there um, or their significant other is an essential worker and they can do that right. until the person come home but that's not okay um, like at the very least we gonna take this shower together cause I am not know how to do anything with you and you smelling like yesterday's news
0: right yeah, being, uh, yeah we'll, we'll make it uh, hygiene sexy <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's like, and a lot of times you learn how people really are in these times, right? Like, like, are you a clean person if you only shower when you go to work or church?
1: Why are you only showering when you go to work or church?
0: Right. Because some people is like, I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't really got, I don't have to. Washing my bones? <laughs>
2: you
1: know? well, I mean, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're sitting around all day and say you take your shower the night before, I don't think you necessarily need to wake up and take another shower. But that's to mm-hmm. each just Like, now, if you just been sitting there letting it marinate like a crock pot for three days, <laughs> we need more conversations about what's happening. Are you depressed? Or are you... Out of soap, did your water get turned off? <laughs> um, because I smelled you before I came in the house, and that's a problem, right? I, I was about to see identify a body and not just counteract your funk,
0: right? And because if you're lucky, if you're in the house, because at least there's a lot of room to get away from somebody, but if you're in like a little cramped apartment,
1: house is, though.
0: well, that's true, but if you're in a cramped apartment with someone funky. Have you ever been... Has anyone ever been in a cramped apartment maybe back in the day and maybe your roommate didn't have the greatest hygiene in the world and you're just like... you Do like, you ever be around somebody you hold your breath before you smell them because you already know what, what the business is going to be?
1: Yeah, see, I'm not about to do that. Um, like, and there's a difference. Like, Dre just said he teaches and that smell in just... Like it, it it permeates everything. Like your pores, children when they come in from outside, um, people who just don't that for whatever reason don't believe in deodorant. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many different reasons why people smell like so many different things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when you don't think it's a problem, is when it's a problem. Um, it
0: could be cultural funky is cultural. cultural
1: but I'm not about to pass out right in a house with you based on a culture I just I'm, I'm we gonna have to have some conversations
0: and then sometimes people decide let's say it, it may not be this pandemic it could be just uh, yeah it could just be like I'm taking two weeks off of work I'm depressed, somebody died or whatever or I'm sick and people will do stuff like that. Um, Dre says, I went to college with a gorgeous woman from the Ukraine. She was like 5'10 model-esque but she didn't wear deodorant. Yeah, Yeah, there's some people that don't believe in deodorant. Uh, You know, they They have the war on deodorant for real. If
1: I don't wear deodorant, I'm going to be smelling like a pre-pubescent boy after a day's work.
0: So that's not going to work for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You also have, you know, there's the people don't do the regular grooming stuff. Like uh, some women may choose not to to uh, shave their legs. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Ron?
2: What's up, Doc? How
0: you hey, doing, how you man?
2: Good.
0: Oh, it's good yeah, to man, see you. We
2: got out of a meeting, so yeah, I thought I'd jump, jump off for a few.
0: Oh, that's what's up. We're talking about we're talking about how people are during this pandemic who are stuck with people in quarantine mm-hmm. are starting to realize they really don't want to, they really don't like to rock with this person <laughs> 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 because they're not, uh, they, you know, they're annoying. Mm-hmm. They are not washing. Cause a lot of people are just like, I ain't going to work. I ain't going to church. Right. I ain't going to the club. So why should I go to the shower? <laughs> <laughs>
2: man, man it, it, it's getting crazy, man. Um, you know, you know, my wife, she's in, she's in Ohio, so, um, so yeah, I, I, she'll, she'll be back in May, mm-hmm. but um, uh, so I haven't really have not really had to deal with too much of one that. But I've heard unfortunately a, a crazy situation where, um, I think down in Charlotte, whatever, uh, this man, this man killed his wife and his son or whatever. Mm. Uh, you know, out of you know, out of this quarantine and things, I'm just like, wow, man, this is
0: it's crazy, crazy right? Stuff. Yeah. Quarant, yeah. The people are going quarantine crazy, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's but like, okay, please.
0: but a lot of people's hygiene is attached to where they go, right? So yeah. if they're not going nowhere, it's like, well, you know.
2: Well, I guess if they're not doing much for us, um, um, extra activity that's getting them hot and sweaty, <laughs> then you know it's like, okay, well, yeah, I don't really need to wash up really per se. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So, but um, yeah, it's funny though. Like we're we're starting to learn a lot about people and their relationships, and it's like, oh, when we're at, we're actually around these people, and it, it's not even just a, like a romantic relationship. we were talking about cousins are turning on each you, other. You see Maya's <laughs> response. Oh, what was it? Domestic <laughs> violence and child abuse is on the rise during the like. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. So
3: yeah
0: yeah no studio look yeah yeah oh yeah what's yeah that's dope man the studio uh dre uh uh this is ron um nice and, and, and and um yeah. i was just telling just as a side note uh i was telling dre dre is a um a minister okay. and um so we often talk a lot about uh different things when it comes to christianity and stuff like that and i was telling him yeah. How I wanted to do a weekly, uh, not a weekly thing, but a, a, a regular thing with him about it, though. But definitely, you definitely inspire me, Ron, because you show like you can do that, and it be entertaining, and you know oh, what I'm man. saying. So definitely, you're thank definitely you an inspiration. You're a huge inspiration, for, for real, though, for real.
2: Hey, look, anything I can do for you, just let me know.
0: Oh, right. thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it, man. You, definitely. Uh, uh, once again, uh, how do how do we get your um uh how can people follow you and all that? I want to make uh, sure
2: you all can find me um, at Ronnie Ron 2K R R right, O N kronnieron the number two letter K. Uh because I'm a DJ, I do a show called Hip Hop Praise and Grown Folk Gospel, and also have a station called 247 Praise Radio dot com. And also uh go to my main website, M I M Music Industry Makeover dot com. Music Industry Makeover dot com. So mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, feel free to, to google me critical dialogue of what Kinti was talking about that's, that's and it's
0: entertaining am. like it's, like they it, get it. to real stuff but it's entertaining like it's not like boring like where you're like you feel like you're in church and it's some you know 90 year old pastor or something like that it's very entertaining like you'll be entertained definitely well, yes, but, again, and,
2: and, I, and I appreciate that sir I, I, I really do check us out tomorrow critical dialogue on um on, on the Critical Dialogue page on Facebook, all right, and we come on at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 p.m., and so, we, you know, we talk about controversial issues from a biblical perspective because churches have always been afraid to talk about things, and, you know, that's why people are always struggling, and so it's like, okay, look, we need to come up with the answer, and, and, and I mean, we may not have it right then, but let's at least put it out there, and so, you know, the old adage is that, well, no, you can't question God, whatever, I'm like, well, that you know, how else are we from um, house are we going to learn?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If, if, if we can't ask questions. So right,
0: yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a dope show. Like I'm, I'm hooked. It's every Tuesday. I'm hooked, so I always make sure I try to catch it. So and it's on um,
3: Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. I just yep. liked it, and I will be watching tomorrow.
0: Okay? Oh yeah, you're gonna thank love it. You're gonna love it, yeah. Drayman. Gonna... you thank you. So yeah, make for...
2: sure, make sure I, make sure I Bonnie, definitely want to see you a fringe request as well too. So yeah, Ronald, Ronald Smith is my uh, All right, let
0: me see if I can find you. you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so,
2: um, and, folks, uh-huh. uh-huh. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no! I would say folks know me as um, DJ Ronnie Ron. So, yes, I've been in the industry of over 25 years. So, I'm uh, uh, just basically, you know, promoting the gospel through um, Christian hip-hop and, and R&P flavor for the Savior. Uh-huh.
3: Wait, wait, are you, are you, uh I'm trying to find you, Ronald Smith 376
2: uh, Yes yes I think that's a yes um, I have
3: a cap on it says uh, DJ Ronnie Ron alright alright mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay alright you know Eddie um, uh, DJ Mr. E yes that's yeah.
2: that's
3: my, that's my uh, one of my best friends that's my uh yeah. Godchildren's father
2: yeah down in Miami right yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: DJ He's, Mr. E yeah that's <laughs> yeah. one of my best friends Yeah. oh man small world small yeah yeah world. so <laughs> hey. alright all right. yeah Okay, awesome. Yeah, I just yeah, I
0: just added you. Okay, that's right. what's up. All right, so um, mm-hmm. so Shannon, yes. Let me ask you a question, right? Does prolonged exposure to Shannon does that create more love for Shannon, or would you say that I don't know? It's fifty fifty. Like prolonged exposure to Shannon might. You know, you might want to ring Shannon Nick.
1: Um, are you talking to Mrs.
0: Uh, I'm talking about just if, if somebody... If if I, if I was on a deserted island with Shannon...
1: We would kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd be on my mind.
0: Whatever. I'm, prolonged exposure to me is amazing. So, it's only Thank more you. love.
1: I mean, somebody else might like it, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Look, that's why you live in California and that's, I live in Florida. That's
0: all right, though. I'd find out a way to make tacos and I wouldn't share none of my tacos with you. I'll mean, make fish tacos. I'm
1: I a food
0: food diet. Uh, uh, he wants to know where, where you're from in Florida.
1: I'm actually from Nebraska, but I live in Key West. Okay, all right.
0: All right, yeah, I'm from Orlando. Right. So, so I'm, I'm gonna ask Dre this. Prolonged exposure to Dre. Are you gonna love Dre more or are you gonna be like I don't know about this Dre guy?
3: You would definitely love me more.
0: Oh, okay. Not even gonna lie, like you'll love me more 'cause
3: I'm 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 extremely easy. Easy going.
0: Alright, what about you, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much the same Yeah,
2: You're gonna love me more because I'm gonna keep to myself a lot too. But again, you know, I, I will interact every now and then, but yeah, I'm gonna do what I do even without
0: this pandemic so yeah (laughs) okay that's what's up so okay when you have has anybody ever had an experience where like you were totally feeling somebody but then the more you around them and and it doesn't have to be uh, a romantic situation but um but then the more you was around them you was like oh god man i gotta get away from this person Yep. yep. <laughs> all right. So uh, I can see Dre, you, you uh, do you have a situation you want to talk about? Oh, uh,
3: all right. <laughs> so um I'm you know, like I'm I'm a little up there in age. I'm not like old, but you know, forty, but a couple of years ago I was in my mid to mid mid to thirties and whatnot. And um uh you know, met this uh young lady, a little younger than me, not too much younger, right? She was beautiful, right? Like, absolutely <clears throat> beautiful. And um, I thought that, you know, she'd be fun to just hang out with, right? N- nothing crazy, just like, you know, spend some time with coffee, all that stuff. Um, but the more I, I communicated with her, uh, the the more I realized that she didn't really have much to offer in the area of conversation uh, intellectually. Mm-hmm. And as beautiful as she was, she became less and less desirable mm-hmm. continued talking as she continued it was one of those like wow back like that 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 veil quickly came off
0: mm. It's
3: like that that's beauty is fleeting it's, it's, you know i'm at the age now where beauty is not everything it's, it's, it's fun things but i just want to be able to spend time and have fun and enjoy uh time with somebody
0: mm-hmm. and you did uh, put me out there like that, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, You know, know what it's kind of like is you know how in football, like you mess up, they throw a flag, right? And it's almost like red flags keep getting thrown, like ah, red flag, red flag, red flag. And next thing you know, it's just like a ton of them just raining down. Like, oh, okay, this person is crazy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
3: And I think yeah that's part that's probably maybe you know. Uh, matter of preference and uh, and um, differences is, I I, I don't want to say maturity, mm-hmm. just difference in interests, and mm-hmm. it just it was just like yeah this this can't can't be. Mm-hmm.
0: Would would you get along with uh, Shannon on a deserted island? Sure, Sh- Shannon's dope.
1: We get along. We like
3: that. Yes.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right,
1: all uh... right. i know we like that? Can't they?
0: What a, he's nice. He's not gonna. Th- he's not gonna say the truth. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding.
1: kidding. He's called me out on the show before. Yeah. With his stern face <laughs> and his all cap
0: type. So, all right. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I sometimes you you get the red flags like quickly, and other times it's slow drip right? It's like everything's going great with the person and then they say something and you're like you know, you just got the little side, the Gary Coleman uh, what, was this, what was this character's name on this show? <laughs> White Marisol. Uh, what's Gary Coleman's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot. I can't even think of his name right now. Somebody will put it in there. But um, you get that little side look and then you're like I don't know. But then you're like, okay, okay, it could be this one little thing. And then something else will come out, and the next thing you know, you're like, I can't do this with this person, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like, okay, so let's talk about working, right? So, Arnold, thank you. Thank you, Arnold. Uh, That was his character on the show. All right, so sometimes you work with somebody, right? And you have to, like, maybe you're on the same department or whatever, and you have to deal with each other. You know, they'll start working with you. And then you just realize, I don't like this cat. Like, I did not my kind of person. I don't like their conversation. Right? You can't fire them because you're not the boss. And, you know, they ain't done nothing to get fired. But then you got to be around them constantly. Right? And... You know, so either you're going to have it out with them, you know, you might have to say, look, bro, I don't want to hear about your conquest last night. I don't want to hear about, you know, whatever it is. Keep the shit to yourself. <laughs> you know, like you sometimes you got to do that. Uh, but then sometimes that gets weird, you know, as well. So it, it's one of those kind of things where, um, you know, you have to decide, is it worth it for you to take those measures? So my question is when you're getting this prolonged exposure to somebody, whether it be a quarantine or you're working with somebody or you could be working in the ministry, right? And you would be on the deacon board and another deacon could get on your nerves, right? <laughs> you know, and you got to work with this bro, this dude, right? So, <laughs> How do you kind of weigh like how to how to handle it? Like, do you the minute you see a little fire, do you try to put it out? Do you wait till the fire gets mid size? Like, what do y'all usually do when you have to be around someone constantly and it's starting to go south?
1: I mean, I'm currently dealing with
0: that at work. Ooh, wow, wow. So, is where's the fire at? Is the fire like just a little, little teeny fire, or is it kind of mid size? It's
1: a full <laughs> California.
0: <laughs> oh, California! I love it. Fire, like, <laughs> like
1: have people evacuate, like leave your home, mm. to take over.
0: So, like, how do you handle that, though? Do you?
1: Well, I was told a couple of days ago that I was a little too harsh to <laughs> find someone. Mm. A we are not equals. Oh wow! Four ball. Nice. I'm gonna need you to pump your brakes.
0: Mm. Um. Oh wow.
1: But what I've learned is that when um, a person of color says things, it sometimes sounds different than when someone else
0: does it. Oh yeah, then you an angry black woman, right? Oh shoot. I
1: so, uh, But yeah, I I said I I like I told the person who called me. Allegedly out on it. I was like, I said what I said, and I meant what I meant. Mm -hmm. And since you want to go there, who's going to check me? Boo.
0: Right. Right.
1: Because we still are not equal.
0: Mm -hmm. So, so Ron, what about you? Are you one of those people that when you smell fire, you go right and try to put it out? Or do you kind of let it see where it's going?
2: Uh, I kind of let it see where it's going midway. You know the, um, because you know if it, it initially starts, I don't want to assume anything. So you know, but if I start to see a pattern, then it's like okay, yeah, let me uh, let me address this before it gets any worse.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Dre? Are you?
3: Oh, I have to address the fire right away. I need to find out where that fire is coming from, and and put water on the base. Put water at the base quick. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Now I've had this happen. I don't know if this guy this happened to y'all. Have y'all ever had it where you didn't like somebody? Like initially, you didn't like him, but then over time, you're like, you know, this person ain't that bad. Mm -hmm. You know, I was actually wrong about (laughs) my ex wife, but then
3: it turned out that it was that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll get
0: there. I've had frenemies that became friends. Yeah. You know, that's happened. Rarely, though. Usually, I'm... It, usually, I smell... My smell is right. You know? Like, when I smell something ain't right, I'm pretty much... Yeah. But I've had it, though, where, you know, I've I told, like, somebody who I'm good friends with now, I was like, man, I did not like your ass. You know? <laughs> like You know? I remind him of that, too. I'm like, I did not... It took me about two years to come around to you. You know? So...
3: So a couple of years, well, just, just disclaimer, uh, my ex-wife would say the same thing about me. We mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't care for each other at the very beginning that we got married, fell in love and all that stuff. But my, my best, one of my best friends who I actually officiated their wedding a couple of months ago, uh, he got on my nerve when we first met when we were kids. Oh, like wow. I, I avoided him like the plague. Like I didn't want to be nowhere near him because he was just like out of his mind. Oh, but wow. We grew close and yeah, we became like brothers. So I,
0: I could see that happening. Hmm so um so one thing we're finding out right is that some people are just not compatible and they're they're finding this out during this time this period in time i've had conversations with people who were like man i you know I, i can't i don't know if i could do another day with this person that i'm staying with you know um and sometimes it's like People really close to them. Like you would, you know, like I'm like, dang, you've known them your whole life, and you just now realizing you can't stand them. You know, so uh but a lot of it it could be the 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 people are handling this time way differently. So it could be it could be uh um that they're just not handling the moment the best. So it's making them act a certain way. That could be it
3: and I think I was going to say that that's sometimes what people have to do is they have to self-reflect and think okay this person's always, always been this way and it wasn't a problem then so why is it a problem for me now
1: mm-hmm. so they had a job to go to they had yeah. dates to go to with yeah. their they yeah. went to work functions they weren't at home 24-7 okay. yeah, alright
3: now All right. Or even like, let's say, you know, a husband's been working and providing all this time and now he can't go to work and the type of job he does, he can't work from home. Now there's no, that, that money's not coming in. And the wife is like, I, I, I may have a home, a job that I can work from home, but now everything is on me. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's also a fact that I could really hinder them being in close proximity because now she's, all, all these years, he's been the provider. He met all her needs, at least. You know, materialistically, and now he can't do that. And now she's the the one working, and he's home doing nothing. She's probably frustrated, and yeah. she has to at that point she has to look at herself and say, "Okay." uh Also, I'm not saying because I don't know, like I, I wouldn't know the situation, but it's always good to do self reflection in the very beginning before you start like pointing fingers at everybody else. Absolutely, then,
1: I mean because we haven't lived through a pandemic, and no. so not of this magnitude, so we have to be gracious and kind with ourselves and with each other and that's probably been my model during this whole experience at the end of the day excuse me you have to be willing to communicate your needs express your concerns things that are plaguing you your burdens I mean because even though we've lived together our whole lives how I process a pandemic may look different from how you process a pandemic which is the same conversation of like when people experience grief of a child They oftentimes are grieving in different manners and they can't come back together to make the relationship work because they couldn't process that grief, that heaviness together. So you find people say, well, now that we don't have our child, we don't have our relationship, opposed to let's experience the season together, support one another through it and come out on the other side stronger and better together. And I think that's no different than the pandemic. People are experiencing a level of loss and grief and frustration, and they're all dealing with it, I think, the best that they know how. Because, mind you, we don't have a a manual or pamphlet on how to deal with Chester in the office telling us how to manage our lives and stay at home, not stay at home, open beaches, not open beaches, essential workers versus non-essential workers.
3: what, What do you think about that open beaches thing?
1: Is ridiculous but i wasn't a fan of beaches before they were closed so,
3: so like i don't so, like the should they be open or should they be closed
1: i don't think that they should be open however it they is not are. a decision to make and they are so i as an individual who doesn't think that's a wise decision is not going to the beach like because people can practice that too like I know common sense is not a flower that grows in everyone's garden. However, comma, caveat, you still can make this some decisions based on, do you want to take this home to the people you love? You know, the people you're expected to care for. I'm an essential worker. So I have to go to work every day. You know, some of my staff are working from home because of their age group or because of, you know, their own concerns with COVID-19. And so I can't afford to make these decisions based on my frustrations with how this pandemic is playing out. You know What's funny
3: about in- this? People are protesting that they can't go to the beach and it's their, it's their constitutional right. But when people of a different color or maybe a darker shade want to protest the lives of, of um, their own being killed unjustly, uh, it's like us whining and complaining and you know, I'm sorry, that's not the
0: topic for today. No, today. no, you're right. You're right. Back Drake, the is always,
1: <laughs> people always make things convenient for them oh. when they're in the majority of the vocal group. Like, yeah. who was it that said the White House advisor said that the pro- protesters are the modern day Rosa Parks?
3: Mm-hmm. There was there was a group of armed, uh, armed, well, armed white men on a state in a state building, holding a conference like a press conference or whatever, saying that their uh, constitutional rights will not be infringed upon. They're out there with AR-15s, handguns, all that stuff, right? And uh, the police don't do anything, but let unarmed uh, protesters don't of be any shot. other race. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be
0: yeah, they're gonna oh, well,
3: get... and they said they even said if you if you infringe upon my constitutional rights, I have the right to defend myself with their guns. But um but protesting, let's say, let me throw it out there, Black Lives Matter is uh bound to get you arrested and thrown in jail for civil disobedience. Like or, or what I forgot the term what, what it's called. Um not civil dis- disobedience, it's called um uh, uh Got what it's called, but you'll get arrested for it if the yeah. cops come in and say you need to disband. But you know, I, I just think that it's it's extremely weird. And this this time is exposing a whole lot things that actually a lot of us already knew. Yeah,
1: you know,
3: like people like you know, like I I and I, I don't want to I hate saying like using this word like racist and stuff, but uh yeah, white people uh protesting all together the the um, social distancing, right. And the police don't stop that. Please don't stop it. But let's a black uh, family hold a, a party in their backyard. All of a sudden, the police are there, busting people in the
0: heads, <laughs> right? Yeah, arresting yeah.
3: everybody for breaking social distancing laws. Right. Like, and, and there's stories out there like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. A ton yeah. It. It's just a ton
0: crazy. yeah. What's uh? Movie? You know what's funny though? There's a great okay. meme. There's a great meme that shows the uh. It shows the mayor from uh, Jaws, and it says this man thought it was a great idea to open up the uh, beaches, and we know how that turned out. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> right. So, but um, yeah, and uh, shout out to LA uh, Wade. LA Wade had me on her Instagram show, I believe it was Sunday or Saturday. I, I can't remember. It's Saturday, because it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. And we had a great time. We did two hours of program. So, uh, it was awesome. really cool, so definitely check out her on Instagram. And uh, yeah, it was really good. We had a we had a nice debate about uh, dating and relationships and all that kind of good <laughs> stuff. So you know me, I acted a fool. Oh,
1: <laughs> ain't no act to it. That is the truth.
0: Oh, uh, whatever. Good. And I, I told you, I teased earlier. I'm gonna talk about the assassination attempt on my life this weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll tell that story in just a, in a few. Um, but, uh, it was a harrowing tale, uh, for sure. Um, but, um, okay. So what we're talking about for those who just came in is we're talking about how people through this pandemic, um, are finding out that they don't really care for their loved ones, (laughs) whether it be their husbands or their boyfriends or their mamas or their cousins, or, uh,
1: intimate partners because those are the folks right. that will be
0: You're
1: not so, divorcing and, your mama, you may not live with her no more.
0: And some people are getting rid of their pets. Have you heard that? No, yeah. Like, when it's really started, there was this, this whole rush of people who took their pets down to the uh shelters because uh they didn't want to deal with them during the pandemic, <laughs> which is interesting, like, you know, like. Like I'm like wow man they getting it that's the awful. the pets are getting it too you know uh yeah she said our kids question mark uh <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that's crazy though like can you even picture like taking Teddy P down to the shelter just cuz you didn't want to do it yeah that'd be crazy I mean you would get so much hate mail if you did that
1: I, <laughs> like, from you
0: from me <laughs> Everybody in this chat would come down on you for doing that. If you was like, oh you did a video. I could see you doing a video too. Look, I'm taking his butt down here. <laughs>
1: did what you had to do, sis.
0: So, um, but yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy though uh, how that happens. But um, but yeah, it's so it's a lot of people though who are realizing that they don't want to deal with these people and. A lot of relationships are breaking up there's a lot of people that can't get away from them until the quarantine's over. So they're like, When yeah. this quarantine's over, dude, miss miss me. You know, I'm like, you know, lose my number. All that.
3: If you guys know any couples like that,
0: hmm? if you guys know any couples
3: like that, mm-hmm. give them my number so I can maybe help them out.
0: Okay. I, for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Get them. So and I want people to think about this. Be honest with yourself. And I've asked this to my panel. Does prolonged exposure to you generate better feelings or worse feelings? Be really honest. Now, I'll be honest. Prolonged exposure to me just makes you love me even more. You know, Shannon agrees and everybody else agrees, right? So, so you know. But if you were honest with yourself.
3: Bro, bro, like, as my boy, like, the more I, you
0: know, spend virtual time with you, the closer we get. Bro. Like, See, I, I, I like, man, Dre's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. Good yeah, dude. Yeah, but
1: also are not intimate partners either. No, I mean, so- no,
0: we talking about, no, well, you ain't going to be no intimate. No, I'm just saying, like, um, you know, there's people that you be like uh, of the same sex where you're like, that's a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? You know. I can rock with that cat, you know. You know that's how you got to say it, even more masculine. Yeah, <laughs> it gets more masculine as you he say it. Right? Like, oh
3: man, he's just so awesome. Like he's, <laughs> he, he's like he's 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 my heart. Like he's, you know, we're like this, and and like we're like two peas in a pie. It's like, right, right, it's right.
0: Like, this is like not this is not brokeback I mountain.
1: <laughs> under the big blanket together exactly.
0: so not- a
3: couple of years ago drake was talking about little Wayne, and he was like oh and i hear his music it's like oh man it's just <laughs> to me hey, drake, chill. calm down bro calm down oh yeah what's like, up with
0: your boy your la <laughs> oh man Are you right? but Are you right? yeah. but no but you know i don't know like i some people realize they can be difficult. There are people who know like they can be difficult. So, yeah. you know, like I, I give, okay. I'll say this when I was a young man and I wasn't a confident person, I did have this thing where I did feel like I needed to be away from the person I was dating because I did yeah. think prolonged exposure would make them not like me as much. Right. Because, you know, I was, you know, I was in that kind of headspace. Right. So I stayed away a lot, (laughs) you know, Uh, on purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, we don't spend enough time with each other, you know, and and I would just be like in my head. I'm like, I'm doing you a favor, (laughs) you know, but as I got older and much cooler. Uh, (laughs) I realized that, you know, that extra time is just going to cement the love for me. So that's how I changed it, you know. But was there ever a point, though, really, though, Shannon, where you felt like, like, I don't know what they call that, imposter syndrome or whatever, where you feel like, uh, where you might feel like, you know, I don't know if, you know, if people, if I generate goodwill, have you ever felt like that? Or have you always felt like you generate goodwill just being around you?
1: Um, I think that for the most part, I enjoy the company of those in which I keep it with. Mm-hmm. And they could say the same thing about me. I mean, based on my friends that you've met,
0: mm-hmm. they seem they to love you.
1: They enjoy spending time with me, and that's you know, more so an extension of my character, more so than anything. I but we also have rooms that we can go to when we need our solitude because even if you do live with someone, you're gonna need your space. Um, I'm not inviting you to come use the bathroom with me. So clearly we need our space. Um but yeah, I, I know imposter says I am who I am. Um isms and all. So what you see is what you get. Which is why I'm eating this grapefruit on this live podcast. That's yeah. what
0: you see. Hey, do. that's hey, that's what's up. Now okay, you have some people, Dre, you know, I'm sure you know this as a dude. Great homie. Great homie, he'll if you got a fight, he's gonna be right there. He's gonna fight with you. If you need twenty dollars, he got you. But you wouldn't want him to date your cousin or your sister because he's a terrible (laughs) boyfriend. (laughs) Some people are great homies, but horrible husbands or boyfriends or wives or girlfriends or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny how that works. It's like, because they'll be like, well, if, if, you know, they'll be like, well, how are you their friend? But you wouldn't want him dating your family member or nothing. It's like... He's a great homie, but nah, you can't date my sister. You know you can't date my cousin because I know how you get down. So yeah, some people are like that; they're just better.
3: And that protects the friendship because cause once you, you you if I know how you are and you wind up with my cousin and you hurt her, mm-hmm. there's no more friendship at that
0: point. Nah, I can't be your you can't homie no
3: more. There is no so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of that's real <laughs> shitty though to be like, I mean it's shitty to to be shitty in relationships, but. Your homeboy's sister, you'd be like, "I'm, uh, she gonna get this evilness too," <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I it. she's not, not exempt. Not, I, <laughs> date any of my friends' sisters or right.
3: cousins' baby, not not sisters. Right, and it's not because I'm a bad like
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, guy or a bad person to date. I just like if it doesn't work out, there's somebody. Somebody's always at fault for some reason.
0: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work out, um, there's always going to be that that awkwardness there. And you know, like he has something at his house, his family's there, and I show up. You know, why <laughs> is he there he you know he broke up with my my daughter, or you know my sister- it's like not it was just didn't work out like yeah but it' be weird,
0: yeah, so, so like I said, some people yep. oh, you know but it's funny though there's the people that's a better friend than they are a boyfriend or girlfriend, but oh, absolutely can you be? Can you be though a great husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend but be a terrible homie?
3: Yeah. No, but the thing is, let's talk about that. Okay. There's some women that like that. Mm. They want their men to be jerks to everybody else mm. but be absolutely sweet to only them.
0: Mm, like you like Al Capone or something. Yeah, like, like, but you know, but you're to sweet to me, <laughs> you know.
3: To like date, to everybody else, but he loves me like that's See,
0: look, <laughs> that's
3: <laughs> so sexy.
1: That's not a redeeming quality. Yeah,
0: yeah he's like he's a he's a uh, gangster yeah. shooting people, but, you know what, I, but he's sweet. He writes poetry to me in between yeah. uh, bank robberies. <laughs> you know, I've talked,
3: to, I've talked to girls like that, and that's not me. Like I'm nice to everybody.
0: <laughs> that's so bizarre, though. Like I don't know, like how can like I don't even understand the attraction. It's like, like somebody who is you know complicated at best <laughs> in the way they deal with other people.
3: Right. So I I've heard it like this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys, Marisol or, or Santa anybody, when, when guys behave that way, mm-hmm. uh, women tend to think that they have this. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I can't say like a I, I don't curse or so like a. Uh, a big penis type of mentality mm. uh, bravado. Mm-hmm. like you walk around like he got a a big whatever, mm-hmm. so
0: big schlong. long you know, big ding yeah. ding, yeah yeah, so look at l a wait she's oh big big personality
3: right l a
0: right yeah yeah, that yeah, so good. I don't know, is that attractive to y'all women in the chat, press one if it's attractive if if he's gangster to everybody in the streets, but when he comes home to you, he's sweet, he writes poetry, he I has don't a soft care. side. I
3: don't care if he wants to cut off from behind.
0: You said, what were you, what were you saying, Shannon? I'm, you don't I'm, care if what? He's
3: killing dudes out there, but when he comes home, he wants you to cut him with him from behind. Right, he makes me feel special. He <laughs> <You laughs> wants you to be
0: the big spoon? Yeah. I
3: don't
1: yeah. Care. <laughs> I don't care if he has a big I like big. Like yeah. to me means nothing. Like, mm-hmm. who are you when no one's watching? I don't care that I don't want. where though. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: want someone else. I don't want you to treat other people like trash, and then you're only kind to me. That's that's a misrepresentation, mm-hmm. and it's horrible at best. And anybody who appreciates that,
0: yeah,
3: I there's people in I, the chat that does trash. that too,
0: though. Yeah, Maddie is totally I fine do, with that. Uh, they're trash. My, so my,
1: that's what you're promoting. Garbage, lay like garbage.
0: Uh, she says, a, uh, "Aggressive in bed and emotionally available only to me." Oh wow, that's interesting.
1: Well, I need them to be available to your kids.
3: I, yeah. That's why I, I don't. I'm not appealing to a lot of people because of that.
0: Nah. Yeah, like
3: I'm,
0: I'm the type that you know would. I got you know, no teardrop, so everybody. no teardrop tattoo. So darn it. Yeah. I,
1: I I don't know. I, I, That's where we would have to agree, agree or disagree because not you, Dre, but the comments. I I want you to be kind to people now. Do I want you to be chum chummy? You know, you kiss me on the mouth, you kiss everybody else on the mouth? Uh, no, we're not doing that. Mm. But I'm going to need you, if you're a respectful person to me, I'm going to need you to be a respectful person to everyone else.
0: Yeah. So you got that good. masculine vibe. Okay. Okay. Yeah that's right there I you go
1: alright so I'm
0: going I'm to share I'm going to share with you guys with the assassination attempt okay. yeah we're all
1: ears
0: okay so a couple of days ago a couple of nights ago Is that I, recently. yeah yeah I was ordering food I had ordered food on the phone mm-hmm. and I was waiting for the delivery guy and um, I have a walkway and there's like a gate a, f- a fence or gate and i opened up the gate and i'm outside and i had like flip-flops on and i had a robe on and uh barely uh <laughs> uh right so i'm like just chill outside on the phone and i'm sitting there and i live like near the alley, right right the house off the alley so i'm at the end of the block mm-hmm. right so I'm all at the very end of the block. So I'm look down at the very end of the other block on the, at the end of the block way down. Mm-hmm. And I see this giant possum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about this Negro was huge and he's like running really fast.
1: Oh, you was about to get it.
0: So I'm just, you know, he's way at the end of the end of the block. So I've seen him before coming in, you know, coming home late at night. And I seen him, you know, and I'm just I'm figuring he's, you know, doing his possum thing at night. And then I'm still on the phone. And I just kind of got casually glance back and he's like halfway down the block and he's running at full speed. And I'm sitting there like, dang, you know, he's dang, he's going pretty fast, you know, so I'm still like, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm on the phone. And he's steadily coming. So I'm sitting there like, okay, this is weird. So I just, you know, I just casually walk back into the, you know, up the walkway. I'm still on the phone. My uh, This guy that lives in the neighborhood, he was just happened to be in his truck across the street. He was just chilling in his truck. And as I'm, you know, I'm through my gate. I'm like halfway up the walkway. Dude ran up the walkway and was coming for me. This big ass possum came for me and I narrowly made it back in the house. (laughs) And this dude was like on my porch, like waiting for me to come out. Like he ran me off my block. Like like, he was gangster. (laughs) No, he ain't. Yo, Marisol, him and I would have
3: been—I would have been pushing him outside. Like, I, I don't it was just—it
0: was so shocking. <laughs> he ran a full block to come for me. You know how much hate you got to have in your heart to run a block. He
1: was, he was trying to tell you.
0: Something. Have you left the house since? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but
3: not me. Not I, me. I'm calling pest control. <laughs>
0: like. I'm sitting there like I, it was—it was so shocking. Though it was like he came—he was literally chasing me. And it was uh, it was so crazy, right? So he's on my porch, right? So I had like flip flops on, right? Uh, like, he you ran over his boot. So I put on my my boots, <laughs> right? Because he's like on my porch, like looking at the the, the 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 screen door. Like I'm sitting there, like it was so stunning, right? So I went and got my boots, and I have a machete, right? But I loaned it to my friend Lamb, and Right, this is a long story. but So I didn't have my machete. So I go back out there, right? And this um, possum wasn't there. I don't know what happened, if he got tired or waiting for me or whatever. I didn't see him. So then the delivery guy came, and I'm still looking around. Let's see what is. is it is. No, this is at night. This is I at night.
1: night. Dark dirty, that's the problem. He was out being fast.
0: And uh, so I got my food. I haven't seen him. So... I'm sitting there, like, for real, like this dude tried to kill me, like a possum tried to kill me. Like, who? How does he run from a full block, and then check, try to come at me like that? Has it? Has anyone ever experienced anything like that before? I have some something, not with a possum, but with raccoons. Really, where they come at you like that? Like he came at me. Like normally, I've dealt with possums before, and usually they're more scared of you, right? So if you... They'll run off or play possum. Mm -hmm. I ain't never had one that chased me down and then waited for me outside like, what's up? So he had hate in his heart. I think he was racist, though. I think it was a racist (laughs) possum. He saw a brother on the block.
1: Stupid. (laughs) I think
0: he... I think he's a white supremacist uh, possum. No.
1: You're not going to do that to the possum.
0: So... Uh, yeah, that is a thug possum. So I tried to get Meosha I said, "I your set fool." <laughs> he was trying to get food, order, order for you younger. So what I I told I said like so I told Miasha like all right so let's do this. I'm gonna use you as a um as bait as bait, and then when he comes out after you, I'm gonna come out with the machete, and I take him out. She wouldn't. She didn't go for it.
3: I wouldn't what, have went for that either.
0: Me either. I'm out, but he wouldn't have got to her because I'm quick. I'd have had some. I'd have had some good shoes on, you know. Yeah. So
1: you ran in the house would have been an indication for me what you would have done in the future.
0: She said I would have pushed you out instead. Whatever, man. I would ever wanted to mate with your footsteps <laughs> So yeah. So I almost got taken out. If I wasn't paying, see, if I don't keep my head on a swivel. I wouldn't have even known. He would have snuck up on me. And who knows? He might have bit my leg. He he probably was rabid, I would assume. Yeah,
3: if he, he was that. Yeah.
0: So uh, you shoved her out the door and then locked it. <laughs> so I didn't see him last night. I didn't see him last night. Um, it was funny, though. When he turned into my yard, my neighbor, I could hear him going, he coming for you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so- yeah, so I'm telling you, man, there's, you gotta be on the lookout for everything. So even the possums are, I don't know, somebody said he probably had Corona. So uh, I don't know if that would make him do that. do that. To the I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Nah, so, but be- yeah, I know y'all happy. I'm here. Mm. You know, what? Yeah. A, what a shitty way to die, though, is especially during a pandemic that you get bit by a, a possum and it ticked you yeah, out. And the
3: crazy thing is, you you would probably, if you did, you would get rabies and they wouldn't even know how to treat you because they would be thinking you had the own it. <laughs> right. They
0: wouldn't even know wouldn't what even to know. do. Tomorrow's uh, the possum's the gonna be waiting. Was he wheezing? <laughs> was he wheezing when he was running? You know what? That's the way you know he didn't have it because his lungs were really good because he ran a yeah. block <laughs> to come, come for me. What did you order that night? What did I order? I ordered from, it was from Master Burger. It was zucchini. They had like this fried zucchini and it was some wings. So.
1: Oh, he was coming for your food. Might have.
0: Yes. He he might have and some fries. But uh, yeah, so, but I'm, I'm here. I'm good. Uh, It's getting dark. So who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll stay outside, post it up, ready for him. I got my machete back, so it's on. I'm a, I should have, like, a GoPro and put it on <laughs> the, the possum hunt. <laughs> you know, turn it into a, a, a live stream.
3: One highlight
1: from the pandemic, however. Huh? Um, now that we have gotten your beautiful assassination story out. hmm The Instagram quarantine boom. The guy that sent out the mm-hmm. uh, grown to the girl on the roof and been dating her via the whole telephone conversation. And he saw her dancing on the roof. They were playing music and he sent his drone with his phone number. Now that's, that's a smart
0: tactic. Hey, okay.
1: Uh, You You need somebody all up in your face. You got to do something different.
0: mm.
3: So, and then, and then, and then when they finally uh, when his thing is over and they finally meet face to face and they spend time together, they're gonna be like, they "Yeah, did.
1: They did. He put himself in a bubble.
0: A bubble. Like
1: a bubble so that they could distance, and she came <laughs> outside, and they went walking. Like it's all, it's it's been all on. It's on his Instagram page. I have to put it in the
2: mm.
1: chat. Amazing. The story is just too amazing. Would
0: Lord. you Would you go on a bubble date?
1: I mean, it, during this time, I mean, we not able to breathe on each other. That would be pretty cool. Mm. He had her roommate uh, help prepare the meal. He sent over a meal, and she had her dinner on the rooftop, and he was on his balcony, and they were Facetiming. they were having dinner together. It was that's that's cute to me. That's, that that is just special. Mm.
0: I'm here for it. Would you? Yeah. But would you I'm really be? Would you really though. be here for it though? If it was you. Mm -hmm. would you be here for that if it was you
1: first of all I wish I had a rooftop and yes yes I would totally be here for it
3: that's cute oh okay all right I
1: mean in this day and age I mean you don't have to do a whole lot of things that are cost exuberant to impress Agreed. You you just have to be your authentic self and he was being his authentic self he wanted to um first of all get her attention i mean sending over a drone ain't nothing spectacular with your phone number on it but oh, that's yeah,
3: the, I, well, the, the reason why it is because not that everybody has a drone
1: right but i'm saying like but it's not it's not something that you can't get a hold of like you know anyone with any tech love could have a drone
0: so he was spying I on her
1: because you most people bought them for their kids in the last two or three years so you can be like your son let me draw your drone.
0: so a guy that was spying on her Basically. No, she
1: was dancing on the rooftop because there were musicians. Oh, okay. Playing for, during the pandemic, they were uh-huh. all on their roof playing, and her and her roommate was This up. is in New York, right? Mm-hmm.
3: I read that story in the Bible. It didn't end out too well for David. <laughs> initially.
1: You no, know, we're not going to do that.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she, was not, she was not someone else's wife.
3: Uh, do we know that? For sure, though.
1: Uh, She was single. That's what she said. And so, yeah. And he was like, oh, she's beautiful. And so that's when he sent his drone over. It wasn't like he was like... David did the
3: same thing, but except he sent one of his soldiers over.
1: Hey. She wasn't bathing, though. She was dancing in a hoodie and a pair of yoga pants.
0: Mm.
3: Wait. She was dancing in a hoodie and yoga pants. All you need to do is wear yoga pants to get a man's attention. She set him up.
1: Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe I need to change my wardrobe and get on somebody's roof.
3: All right. <laughs> LOL setup. <so>. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can be set up with binoculars like
1: that. Don't make faces like that. I'm going to choke on my car. We'll be out there with
3: binoculars.
0: Dr. Tachi, what's up?
1: Hey, Dr. Tachi. Dr. Tachi.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought it was cute. I think. You have to do things differently now. I mean, we're not gonna ever go back to our old normal. You know how I, I,
3: I think I think we'll be more um, aware. But I hope we go back to some sense of normalcy.
1: It'll be normal, but it won't be normal as we knew it. It'll be normal as we're creating it. Hmm. And that is the difference. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people are already shifting this culture you know people are saying i'm gonna keep up this social distancing i don't want it
3: it, it does work right so let's let's look at the, the just let's talk about this real quick right uh i i heard um uh, a couple of weeks ago right a couple of weeks ago people were uh, somebody I, i'm friends with on facebook posted up uh, a defense of donald trump's actions for um his his response of COVID of the COVID 19 And how uh, people were talking about how high the numbers were in the United States. But then he was like, if you combine all the countries that are the size and and combine the countries that they were referencing and put them inside of the United States, the numbers would be similar. And I was like, wow, that's a very good point. But there's one major factor that people are overlooking about the spread and the response of the United States. Now let's not even look at South Korea, because that's a very small country, not just in by size, but also by population. Let's compare the United States to, let's say China, where the situation started in the first place. So here you have the epicenter of the spread of this virus. Not only is it the epicenter of the spread of the virus where it began, it's also the largest country, very big in size, and also the largest country in population. And they still have a very small fraction of people that were affected, infected, right, and have died from it, compared to the United States. Why is that? All right, never mind. I'm done. I just
2: done. no, no, uh,
0: no. I feel you.
1: There's a lot of questions to be asked and answered. Yeah. Uh, no, I, just I feel think you on that. A different, you
2: know. Um,
0: our indiana governor said that that the thing will get back to normal but it won't be the same kind of normal i agree
1: That's the point I, I, I
0: agree think. it's gonna definitely make a big shift in the way we get down mm-hmm. and you know it is what it is it is what it is
3: oh but, oh i'm sorry and i said that to say this the reason why china um china's numbers were as low as it was is because they are accustomed to this kind of thing
1: and they also
0: have lying. They ain't accurate numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh um let, let's uh, let's sign off and we'll stay on the after chat. Uh Dre, how can we get you social media and when is your show coming back?
3: Oh, so I'm trying to get it back this week, if not next week. So I'm in um, trying, I'm coordinating with um my partner, uh, Albany to see if partner in the show, not partner.
0: Right, right. How how's she doing, by the way?
3: She's doing good. She she started this um business, um Beauty. Mm-hmm. Ladies, if you guys want like some very nice Natural beauty products, please hit Albany up because she is like really going hard with this, and she has some amazing products. She even got some products for men that I'm probably going to order and do a, a review on to help support her, her business. That's but sad. um, yeah, hopefully, if not this Thursday, definitely next Thursday we'll be starting up our Togetherness podcast. I love um, it. The show is going to be about um, maintaining closeness in spite of the epidemic uh, pandemic. So it's actually oh similar. nice. To this, Um, that's what's up. And uh, um, Facebook uh, v. Andre D. Harrison, Instagram uh, Andre underscore D. underscore Harrison, and Twitter Andre D. Harrison. Um, Yeah, hit me up. Follow me.
0: Wait, uh, 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 isn't there? Shouldn't be a G somewhere in there? A G? Grandpa.
3: Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm a grandfather. With a beautiful, beautiful baby boy that I cannot meet yet.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's so beautiful, though. Yeah, congratulations once again.
3: Yeah, we'd be FaceTiming, but he sleeping.
0: Oh. Uh, i Sh- already for him. <laughs> right, Shannon, how can we get you social media and all that good stuff?
1: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Shannon for like the president. i Jefferson like the president.
0: All right, and you get me Kente F. On Twitter, Kent Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, it's indyradio.org. That's I-N-D-Y radio.org.